The perfect picture, the space and time splitter, the Augustan calendar plumb line, we all know what common error means. Please. Watch this. Rhymes and poetry. You, 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 people have been talking, man. You know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna just do it. Welcome to Rhymes and Poetry. This is your girl Nalzi Lee, and I'm sure you know by now that you are on Rhymes and Poetry. It is gonna be a crazy, hectic show. So I thought to start off the show, I would read um two things, and they're basically from two different sources. The first source says rebellion is the action or process of resisting authority, control, or convention. The second source says about the same matter that evil people are eager for rebellion, but they will be severely punished. Now, I know y'all don't know what's happening in this show now. You're like, Nalzi, what is going on? But we are going to get straight to that in the next segment. But because I know that you guys are looking for us, you can catch us on our website, www.activefm.co.za. Or you can simply find us on Facebook, which is forward slash activefm777. Or you can find us on Instagram at activefm777 the number of heaven and if you're looking for rhymes and poetry specifically because you're like i want to see the content you can go on our page which is rhymes and poetry triple seven on instagram get to the page like follow share tell everyone in your world about it it is crazy 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 awesome with all of that said we're gonna take a quick breather and then i'll see you guys right after this Hey, this is Kayla, and you're listening to Active FM. What's up, Active FM? As you know, Active FM is the home of the hottest music in the land, the hottest music on the planet, because Christ's music is hot music. And because that fact is so true, we're going to get into some hot music, and I'll see you guys right after this.
welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. How crazy hot was that music? I mean, if you do not know what we're talking about at this point in time, then you need to get to the program. We are talking about rebellion. And because this is a poetry show, I'm going to look at rebellion in terms of poetry. Now, in poetry, there's specific um, 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 forms of poetry uh, that have rules. And now... Can you rebel in poetry? I mean, is doing my own thing in poetry rebelling? And then I'm going to go on to the whole topic of rebelling in general. And we're going to read some poems that are about rebellion. But I want to read this to you guys quickly. So it says, experimenting um, with traditional poetic forms is not a new concept. John Keats wrote his poem on the sonnet, warning of dangers of constraining the muse to strict form. Imaginist poets like Ezra Pound and Emily Lowell adapt the haiku form of English language into verse. Where there are rules, there are rebels. Now, let's step back and let's think about this quickly. So here you have a person saying that um, don't constrict the person who's writing the poem, the muse, to strict form. Now, if I am a person that um, wants to write a sonnet, can I then take a spin on the sonnet and do my own thing? Is that then called rebellion or is it called creativity? And... um. It's, it's basically widespread where poets do what they want to do when they want to do because it is a creative art form. But to what extent um, can we do that? To what extent can we push the boundaries and actually do our own thing? It carries on to then say, but the act of experimenting with form is arguably less about rebellion and more about determining what is said, what is said form What's it for? Okay. Three, two, one. Um, okay. It then carries on to say, but the act of experimenting with the form is arguably less about rebellion and more about determining what said form is really capable of achieving by exaggerating the conventions. In hindsight, it can be said that most poetry is to some degree, a reaction against the poetry that came before it. But the act of reacting against in itself is a kind of homage. Poetry that deliberately sets out to experiment with form, um, with form is the most transparent kind of poetic homage. Validating the traditional form of its potential relevance to the contemporary culture now this is the question i am posing if i am william shakespeare for example now i created the poetic form which is a sonnet now we all know that the sonnet has its own rules um for example it needs to be 14 lines long it has um, a rhyming scheme it tells you that the last two lines need to um be a certain way it gives you the form in terms of how many lines your stanzas must have and everything so now it's restricted to that form now if i decide that I'm going to write a sonnet, but then add three lines at the end instead of it ending with a two line, um, a two line, what is this word that I just said now though? 
there we go. <clears throat> three, two, one. Now, if I decide to write a poem that has three lines in the last stanza instead of two lines, the way the po um, poetic fo form was originally uh, designed to be as, then would that be called uh, rebelling if I then still decide to call it a sonnet? Or is that me paying homage to... Um, William Shakespeare, which is what this is saying. Now, if you think about it in this way, if I decide to take a different take on um, a sonnet and I use different rules, should I then call it a sonnet? I would say no, to be quite honest, because it isn't a sonnet. A sonnet in its, its form is 14 lines. Each stanza has a certain amount of lines we get the point so now if you decide that you want to make it where your sonnet in the first stanza has two lines the next stanza has four lines the next stanza but it's still 14 lines that is not what a sonnet is because by definition it's supposed to follow what the rules say now we do find it a lot in poetry where we step out of the conventional and if a poem is supposed to be written a certain way, we then take that and write it in our own way. Now, is that defined as freestyling or is that defined as us paying homage to that specific poetry form? I would say for myself, if I want to write a sonnet, I am going to write a sonnet, meaning that I'm going to stick to the rules that were set before me by the person that created the form. Just like if I ever created a poem called it nulzy form no or something like that but then if i ever created a poem let's say um one line in the first stanza the second stanza has four lines the next stanza has two lines the next stanza has another one liner and then it ends off with one word in the last stanza which is one word long now if i decide to write that poem and it's called a nulzy poem and uh someone else decides to write a nulzy poem but then in the end they put three uh, words in the stanza instead of one word then I would then have to ask myself if that is my form of poetry because what I had originally created um, was a specific form if I say that um, there's going to be a rhyming couplet um, in the two lines of the one stanza and my rhyming scheme is going to be a b c a b c and then the rhyming couplet and then I'd carry on with my a b c and you choose to go a, B, A, B, and then you go on to the next stanza and you go C, D, C, D, then you are not writing what I had originally set out in my form of poetry. Now, um, it's a big debate that is happening whether um, if I uh, do a spin on a sonnet, whether that's rebellion or not. Well, if I still want to call it a sonnet, I would say yes, that is rebellion because that what had originally been said... Um, by the person who created uh, the form of poetry, which, if you look at that, that person actually um, sat down and created that poem, which gives them authority over that 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 form of poetry. That is going against that authority that it had already been set. Now, if you remember what I said in the beginning of the show, the one source said rebellion is the action. Or process of resisting authority, control, or convention. It is conventionally set in a certain way, and I want to do it in my own way. Can I do that? Yes. But can I still call it a sonnet? I would say no. If you're still calling it a sonnet, then you are doing 
your own thing in poetry and that's basically um my views on the topic so now because this show is about rebellion in general i thought that i'd bring um a poem with me about a uh, rebellion and then we could basically break it down and see um what are, what are the concepts what are the ideas what are the views on this thing we call rebellion and now i got a poem which is called revolution and it is by g rog rogers right and it is called revolution as i said now the first stanza goes as follows revolution is a confiding smile that reaches from deep within the heart an outstretched hand up and out to give life forsaken a new start okay second stanza to seek and search far beyond and glimpse a brightly shining path yet then to look behind and back again to be assured that all will know the way rebellion is a knocking look a glance from eye to eye a slight reflection of a radiant joy in the tenor of a sigh the quietly warm and whispered word with the gentle breeze of hope revolution is a beautifully harmonious trumpet tune that just won't leave you alone now if we look at this poem um you look at the the author of this poem and obviously um the author of this poem um agrees with the idea of a revolution um an idea uh, of of the revolution being something that brings about uh, a, a new day. If we break this down stanza by stanza now, it says revolution is a confiding smile. It reaches from deep within inside your heart. Now, if you look at the wording, I haven't read the full stanza, but if you look at the wording, I just want to uh, bring to attention the words that you look at to see what the author thinks about a certain thing. Now, if you look at the the the... the the metaphors that the author is using all along the poem. He's speaking about revolution as being um, something uh, which is beautiful. You, when, you, when you think of a confiding smile, you think of something um, that is, that is uh, comforting, something that is, that is warm, something that, is, uh, that, is, that you sort of feel um, received um, by. And then it says it reaches from deep within inside the heart, an outstretched hand up and out to give life forsaken a new start so he's putting across the idea now that this revolution actually takes life that seems hopeless and brings it to a point where you start afresh where you have a new start and now he says to seek and search far beyond and glimpse a brightly shining path yet then to look behind and back again to be assured that all um that all will know the way and then he then carries on to say that rebellion is a knowing look, a glance from eye to eye, a slight infl inflection, a radiant joy, and a tenor sigh. Now, if someone that um, is not knowing what a revolution is in terms of whether it is good or bad reads this poem, they would get the idea that it is something that brings joy, that it is something that um, speaks to um, stuff inside of me that, that I understand. When you look at... Um, 
the fact that he says rebellion is a knowing look if you 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 think about that you 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 think about something as being something that um is on your side something that um I would say is a connection that connects you, but then also he's speaking about it as being free. He says to seek and search far beyond a glimpse, a brightly shining path, um, brightly shining path again, making it seem like it is the way forward. Um, if you look at a path, a path leads you from A to B. Now, if it is a brightly shining path, it means that it is the way. That is what um, this author is then saying. I will then just go through the poem and read the stuff that um, stood out to me. He says, uh, the quietly warm and whispered word with a gentle breeze of hope. So basically, in a hopeless situation, he says a revolution is the way to find hope. And now then it goes on to say a revolution is beautifully harmonious, um, like a trumpet tune. And basically the metaphors he's using here is to try and uh, invoke feeling in the reader that makes you feel comforted, that makes you feel acceptant, that makes you feel... Um, uh, that makes you receive a revolution as a good thing. And from my perspective of a revolution, revolution is... is an uprising against so it's a form of rebellion and if you remember what i read in the beginning that that sort of strikes something inside of you where is a revolution okay to what extent um do people go in order to revolt and what implications does it bring because if you look at a revolution it is it is mostly violent it is violent um there's no peace um there's a stiffness in the air when there's a revolution you sort of don't know where to go and for the author to describe a revolution as something that is like a gentle smile a knowing look um a warm uh, a warm um let me a quietly warm whispered uh, with a gentle breeze of hope for him to speak about it in that way knowing what revolutions have looked like in history it's i don't think it's something that i agree with um i would say that it brings about a lot of bloodshed a lot of loss um in terms of destroyed property um in terms of moral value in terms of people in a revolution tend to lose more than they think they gain and that's basically what the poem said and we're going to come back right after this quick break we're going to take a quick breather and then we're going to look more into what the bible says about rebellion and what the bible says about uh, an uprising and then i'm going to bring you into events closer to home and we basically going to wrap the show up speaking about what this is and what it should be portrayed as um in poetry and how we should speak about it in poetry so keep it tuned keep it locked right here on rhymes and poetry i'll see you guys right after this jesus, jesus. the exceptional new act of worship album as above so below is out get your very own copy on itunes Also 
available on Spotify, Deezer, Apple Music, and so much more. You know, see, so you be fast. Amy Ramalala, Gola Febukuda, Jazz. My girl, I wasn't ready for you. Brag on the things that we won't do. No more query, girl, it don't do. I know one fight, no be kung fu. I still kick you with you, Maradona, do. The last time I tried, there I'm all I do. 100% no be go, my bro. Now, can I, can I, that way I told I do. 
Tarnish my resolve. Let's gon' get involved. I'm scared to cut you off. Oh, babe, I don't really care what he say. Oh, babe, I don't really care what she say. I told you I'm at odds. Your friends have no regard. I'm trying to keep my God. It's a monster to my heart. You know when you pray for results but never start. Like, oh my God, could you help my shot? I realize just cause you could don't mean you should. And everything a lot is be carefully thought about. so far about um uh basically the 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 general concepts of of rebellion we've spoken about rebellion in poetry um we've spoken uh a bit about a poem that um basically speaks of rebellion as a shining light as a new dawn basically and i've uncovered my thoughts and so far we have gotten to a point where you asking the question so then what do we do now like i'm so confused and i want to look into the bible and when we read in romans uh chapter one no three two one when we read in romans chapter 13 um we see that it says everyone must submit to governing authorities for all authority comes from god and in those positions of authority have been placed the uh okay three two one and those in positions of authority have been placed there by god so anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what god has instituted and they will be punished now, if you remember at the beginning of the show, I read you two inserts from uh, two sources. The first source was the dictionary. And this is what it says. Rebellion is the action of or process of resisting authority, control, or convention. Now, if you look at this, it says you must submit to authority, control, or convention in the Bible. And then the second source I read was from 
the Bible. Yes. And it said the evil people are eager um, for rebellion, but they will be severely punished. And that is the word of God, guys. Like, don't get angry at me. Like, go read it in the word of God. And that is um, basically um, what the Bible says about rebellion. Now, if you look at uh, many times in our lives, there's stuff that happens regarding authority there's stuff that happens where we feel that we have the correct way forward now this is what causes revolutions this is what causes rebellion and this is what causes damage to our society it is very difficult and ch- I, w- I won't say difficult it is challenging rather to submit to authority that you don't agree with um and this is what the Bible says about it. The Bible says that um, all authority um, has been placed there by God. And now if you look at stuff like some people in authority will tell you, um, obviously some people will tell you that are in authority above you not to go to church, not to um, read the Bible or stuff like that. When it comes to that, you need to remember that God is above all things. And the the word actually teaches us about building relationship with God, about um, the fact that um, you should not forsake the gathering of the saints and all of that stuff. So when it comes to the word of God, if the authority is telling you to oppose that, then um, in that situation, then you should listen to the word of God. But if the authority has been placed over you even though you don't agree um you need to actually place yourself in submission to what is happening now i bring all of this to say that somewhere closer to home um we've experienced and we've seen on the news and everywhere that there are strikes um and protests adverts now if you think about this in the context of what has been said if authority has placed certain rules in place then it should be you should submit then you should submit to the rules that have been placed by the authorities now if you think about what is happening um adverts with the protests and um it's spreading to um more universities as i spoke about before revolutions rebellion brings about um loss more than it brings about gain and if i think about what is happening at wits many of the students that have decided that because they agree with a revolution they agree with the system that if i don't agree with my authority then i can protest and get violent and then get what i want because that is the mentality that is there then you see that they have suffered a lot of loss i mean can you imagine striking at a university saying that i want you guys to still allow me to study even though i owe right now you're saying that but then at the same time if you are caught striking about the fact that you want to be let in then you'll be suspended and arrested meaning that you won't be let in what is the point then of what you are doing and if i think about it this way if i'm in a situation where i'm owing someone meaning that they have rendered me a service and in return i have not paid them for that and i'm owing a sub a a a huge amount to this place i am not gonna 
rebel and break down things um in in that place or in that company i'm not gonna strike and, and cause um havoc in a place what i am gonna do in humility is go and see if there's any way we can actually sort out the fact that i owe this amount but now um i need to register so can we in some way in humility asking not telling not demanding not breaking down asking if you can be let in this is crazy because towards the beginning of this year i was in the fees office and there were some students that were owing they came there and they had a deal with the fees office that they would pay half then and then the other half they would work on a payment plan and then they'd be able to register now if i look at those students and i look at the students that are struggling those students are now in class they are registered they are enrolled and they are doing what they wanted to do initially the students that are striking and rebelling have been many of them have been suspended others get arrested and get a criminal record which no one will hire you with the criminal record you look at the same situation you look at the same um group of people meaning students you look at the different ways they went about it and you look at the different outcomes and then you tell me that a revolution is actually something that brings about um something good um instead of it bringing about um uh uh something bad if you look at the tearing down of 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 campus with with what they were doing in terms of throwing the rubbish on the floor trying to break places if you look at all of that if you are then allowed to register are you going to be proud to be on a campus that does not have windows because you were the same person that broke those windows um are you then going to say a revolution is good when it has um stopped many other students if you look at statistics, guys, there are 32,000 students in VITS. A group of 50 to 70 student, students are striking and holding the other students hostage because they are using violence as a means of power over um, the fact that those students want to study. So now they're not allowed to. You are causing havoc not, not only in the university, but in the other students' lives who have um, registered, who also maybe owe money, but are allowed to because they went in humility because they went um and plead that they would be able to register now you are preventing many of those students from from uh registering and that brings me to a place where um i start thinking to myself because as society we have accepted the concepts of us rebelling when we don't get what we want so if I uh, then had to go to pick and pay, for example, and I'm like um, to the cashier, I want milk. And the cashier says, okay, you can go get the milk. I'll scan it. You pay. You can leave with it. And I go, no, I don't have money, but I want the milk. And then I decide to start jumping on counters and breaking stuff down and pushing stuff off the shelf. Do I not then seem like a crazy person? So how then do we allow it in society and say it is okay for people um, to do that because it is on a grand scale and because there's a little bit more people than me just in pick and pay um, saying that? How do we accept the fact that people um, 
steal um opportunities for people to learn because that's essentially what they did how do we accept that people go in and break down a place and try and shut it down um because they don't get what they want how do we accept that and say that that's okay because they don't have money at what point are we then as a um society gonna say that this needs to come to an end or at what point are we going to stop playing victim and start um doing things for ourselves i mean if um the university doesn't allow you to then register you have two options you can go and um take out a loan you can go get a bursary there are so many bursaries i mean if you have um the credentials and the marks to get into university, you can get into a bursary. There's NASFIS, which the government is providing. Everything is given on a silver platter. What more can they do to help you? It is coming to a point where one day we are going to be striking at work because I think I should be earning 500000 and my skill set allows me to earn 50000 so then I strike. Where does it end as a society? Where do we put a stop to this and say that we are not going to uh, use that as a means of getting stuff? Because at the end of the day, it is a culture that is being built, that has been built um, in the youngsters of this generation. And where do we then stop and say that, okay, if I don't have the funds, I'm going to apply for bursaries. First of all, um, where were where were you when people were applying for bursaries and um if i don't get into a bursary then you can either choose to take a step back go and work and save and then come back and pay for your studies or come back um because you would have been working and you have an income and now the bank allows you to get a loan then get a loan and pay that off why do we need to be handed everything why do we need to still live as victims and think that we can fight in order to get our way all the time it is um a concept um that i don't understand and if we carry on reading in in this verse romans 13 it then says in verse 6, pay your taxes too for the same reasons for the government workers um, need to be paid. They are serving God in what they do. Give to everyone what you owe them. Pay your taxes and government fees to these, to those who collect them and give respect and honor to those who are in authority. Firstly, when you're rebe rebelling, you're not respecting or honoring anyone. Secondly, it clearly states in the Bible. Guys, I don't know like if you know what I just read was in the Bible. I don't know how far your knowledge is. But it clearly states that if you are in, in owing, you need to pay back what you owe. So how can I then owe someone something? It's like me going to borrow 200 rand from my sister. And then I come back and I'm like, I know I owe you 200, but now I need 400 rand. So you need to give me the 400 rand. Otherwise, I'm going to break your laptop. How, how does that make sense? Like, why is it that when you owe someone, um, you, you then choose to strike over it? And basically, um, that is my take on rebellion. That is my take on revolution because it sort of becomes something that is cool to do. And 
I just thought that we need to start tackling real issues. And I know this is rhymes and poetry and we will be doing a lot of poetry and a lot of rap, but there'll be moments where we need to get real and get into the issues that are affecting our society because if we don't do that, then we're not growing. And that is basically what the show is about. It's all about the advancement, the growth, not only in knowledge of rap and poetry, but in knowledge of what is going on around us, in knowledge of what the Bible says, in knowledge of um, how we should conduct ourselves um when we place ourselves in line with what the word says so that is what it is it is crazy awesome um thinking about this stuff because it stretches you far beyond what you know it stretches you far beyond what you expect to get um when you do certain things but that is what it is we are gonna go into a quick breather just to take a little breather just a little break listen to some hot music and i'll be back after this you're tuned into active fm Drink it up, I'm finna drink it up Head first, I'm about to dive in I could've sworn I was sober But that was 15 minutes ago Before the bottle started to pour I can feel my face no more I'm none to the pain, it's like no okay. Every sip of this poison is peace to my mind And I can breathe easy The air up here is clear Some Henny for the pain and a shot to get my mind right 
it burns going down But I love when it settles Don't rain on my parade or kill my vibe Just let me revel in it more than liquor in my cup It's my getaway, my exodus to paradise It's such a paradox Drinking myself to death But I'm drinking this much to live Cause the weight is too much to carry So I'ma just take this sip and chill Out, this is home and I'm safe My dependency is all I have The only thing that keeps me sane Is in this bottle of that vibe welcome and sadly goodbye but before we get to all of that if you're looking for us and you didn't hear where to catch us at the beginning of the show you can catch us on our website www.activefm.co.ca you can simply go on uh, facebook and catch us at activefm777 or if you're an instagram lover you can catch us on instagram at activefm777 also i'm on rhymes and poetry triple seven on instagram make sure you go to the pages make sure you downloading the shows tell everyone you know about it share comment this is the only time you can do the most so do the most i mean why not it has been a crazy awesome show speaking about rebellion getting um deep into the issues that um are affecting our society we are gonna keep doing this i mean rhymes and poetry is here to stay you can believe that but i have to wrap it off only for this week i'll be back next week so i'll catch you guys next week peace out and god bless
name is Jesus.